We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Hello, my friends, my people, the followers, the fans. I don't really know what we're going to call you yet. I'm sure a brilliant thought will strike my mind at some point to call what the rest of you should be, but we know our show name to be The Playmakers. My name is Lindsey Brown, and with us in technology, in spirit, down the line, live from wherever he is, he'll fill you all in. Uh, what's your name again? I already forgot. Hey, I'm Adrian Hernandez reporting from a Disneyland hallway, Lindsey Brown. Oh, Disney. <laughs> Has it been amazing? Has it just been a, a, a memory since you've walked, stepped on foot of the property? Yes, we, we got here at midnight. Oh. Uh, we've been here a few hours, was able to to take my kid, uh, the, the young one, Sire, onto Monsters, Inc. He got to meet <gasps> Spider-Man. And, of course, now some of the protocols in terms of mask and before, you couldn't walk up to Spider-Man or any of the, the heroes or comic book people. You would have to kind of, like, designated areas and take pictures from a distance. That's done now. All the characters and everything, you can hug them. So him and my son and Spider-Man had a moment. And right now, Lindsay, before we start the show, or as we start the show, mm. uh, if you hear babies, if you hear just noises, we are in a Disney hallway in one of the resort properties. Yeah, and if you hear swearing, too, possible. it's definitely the tiny humans, guys. <laughs> just so we know exactly where to put that allocation, it is on the tiny humans. Yeah, 100%. So, so we're doing this live, baby, in the heart of Disneyland. You know, trying to make the show magical, Lindsay. Yeah. We got to do uh, what we got to do to make sure that we keep things fresh, that uh, you're keeping the family all squared away and happy and creating memories for your young uh, young buck over there. But um, great that we have technology at our disposal to basically do whatever the hell we want and, and have the show and talk about all the sports and the other things. Like nothing is different. Like you're sitting straight across from me, although I can already feel myself being a little bit more demonstrative because I have a tendency to just – get a little bit more theatrical when I'm alone. You can't see me because I'm wearing my uh, my Jonathan Quick jersey backwards, as you would say, just styling it up. Well, all right, NHL playoff fever, right? You're just oh, getting into man. it. Listen, I can't. I got in the Monsters Inc. We had to wait a little bit. This guy's like, yo, Adrian, what's up with the Panthers? And I was like, 11.43 p.m. Yeah, I'll wouldn't Randall like Panthers? to know? He would like to know, yeah. wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I'm excited for you. I know we are going to be NHL playoff heavy today. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll try to add my uh, my magical hot takes in there. Always watching, Wazowski. Always watching. That's what we're doing. 
I figured that you would be a little bit distracted slash uh, maybe not the most prep heavy. So I just I anticipated a lot of hockey, a lot of talking for me today, but I'm sure you will be uh, along for the ride, especially when we are talking about those Panthers, because as you mentioned, they are going to kick off their playoff series tonight. We have so much to get into, including the absolute debacle that was most of the hockey games that went down uh, in the previous evening. But we will have previews for all of the upcoming matchups tonight. We'll talk a little bit about Brittany Griner and what's coming out of SCOTUS right now because we are a sports and other things program. And it was a little bit hard for me to focus on the hockey when we're hearing stuff coming out of SCOTUS. And so we'll talk briefly about that. We'll get a little bit into the NBA, how the playoffs were going last night, what to look for tonight. Got our interview with Joe O. Let's just say it's probably our um, our loosest interview. Would you Would you agree with that? A hundred percent. There were times I thought my mic was off. It wasn't off. I think and he has at least twice. Arguments. What is happening? He like literally. <laughs> I'm like, uh oh. Clearly, I am not with both hands on the wheel. But that's what happens when you're not here to fire off schoolboy cue right off the bat here. But we'll close everything out with uh, the NHL matchups that I'm most looking forward to tonight. Be saving the the juiciest of deepest of dives for that later on. But other than that, it's just going to be one big magic carpet ride, right, Adrian? No, 100%. And also, by the way, I'm by, I'm poolside. Ooh. I'm poolside, so it's making me... You well, get a I'm daiquiri not, or I'm, something? You get a, get a little I'm, juice? I'm 20, I'm 20 yards away. Does that still classify as poolside? Uh, not in this town, but maybe in California. Damn. Well, look, so there's, there's sunshine Inflation, near sorry. me, so it makes me feel good. Uh, people are looking at me strangely on why I'm talking at this volume. But that's what it is. I just have a passion for sports. So I'm very glad that Who I'm here Who are you to deny to that? This. Who are you to deny that for the masses <laughs> at Disney? This is what they came for. This is absolutely what and, they're here for. Yo, and RIP to ESPN Zone, Lindsay. I know you haven't been able to oh, go to Disney no. World or Disneyland a lot, but there's no longer ESPN Zone around here. That was a classic, one of the best hot dogs. If you wanted a glizzy <laughs> in downtown Disney, the there was no other place to get a glizzy is than the ESPN Zone. Shout out to Squirt Scott. May he rest in peace. It used to be a thing. My mom used to glizzy take me for Disney. my birthday. Oh, dear God. Yeah, yeah. That used to that used to be my thing, a glizzy at the ESPN Zone boardwalk. Um, but yeah, the what Disney was good about that particular glizzy? Are you the type of person that likes a little snap to the to the wiener, or like because how do was, you like your hot dog? It was dog? thick. Oh, because it was thick and it was juicy, chewing down. Like you wanna you wanna feel the meat in your mouth, and you wanna feel like you're gonna be full. And with that, with some ketchup <laughs> we need to, we need to and some French the fries. Before you get kicked out of that area, my friend, you gotta you paid for two nights to stay there, right? <laughs> Yes, I did. Yeah, we got to make sure you milk that for all you got because uh, I know that the mouse does not cut a lot of corners when it comes to that stuff. But it is a memory that you're making. I'm glad that we are able to be part of that journey for you. Cyrus can listen back to this program and everything that you're saying. So just keep this one in the back pocket for him. Daddy was getting glizzies at Dizzy's. <laughs> Come on. Well, Lindsay, speaking of glizzies, you know what goes well with them? A can. Uh, a can of corn or a can of hot dog? Or a can of whoop-ass. Exactly. Are we opening it up? <gasps> oh, my God. Mark, the button doesn't work again. And oh, I, even, well, I, I stepped on it, it uh, and I didn't realize it right away, so I'm sorry about that. So maybe hopefully tomorrow. Actually, we don't even have a show tomorrow, which is even funnier. So maybe on Friday. There's the can. It's opening. All right. The pressure has been relieved. As I mentioned to Adrian, and uh, as some people can see on the IG Live that I'm streaming right now, I'm wearing... My stadium series, I think this is like a 2012, 2013, 14. I bought this jersey in college um, from China, and it was definitely full price. And I had to wear it out of respect for the performance that we saw. Reminiscent of the 2012 journey to Conn Smythe greatness. Jonathan Quick, 
single-handedly. Maybe not single-handedly, but like down the stretch, it was vintage Johnny Quick. They were able to secure a victory, that being the LA Kings, over the Edmonton Oilers. Upset fashion up there at Rogers Place where so many of these teams spent way too much time a couple of years ago in a weird playoff format. But that was really the only game that was even semi-close. Like, I was watching most of that second and third period after I turned off the Minnesota Wild game because that was an absolute disaster, Adrian. For nothing, the Minnesota Wild lose to the St. Louis Blues at home. Like, that's a ton of embarrassing things that we're going to get into here with that. And they actually didn't even play that bad. It was just that that St. Louis was able to capitalize on the man advantage, and Marc-Andre Fleury was just a little bit outside of himself last night. But the actual um, roasting, the worst one of the night, the worst loss, comes at the expense of the two-time Stanley Cup defending champions, the Tampa Bay Lightning. 5 nothing. they lose the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm, and probably at the, home, right? Yeah. No, no, no. This is in Toronto. So like, oh, with, yeah, 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 that's right. Just insanity as much as that building can be because it's a very corporate environment, but we know how bad it was for them to give away that series to Montreal last year. A lot had to do with the fact that it was an empty building uh, in Toronto as well as the other Canadian cities. And we all know it's just one game for all of these teams that either got smoked or or were able to put on an offensive show. But when you see how a building like that erupts, I mean, it doesn't even matter if you get off to a bad start like the Carolina Hurricanes. I mean, we were watching the opening moments here, Adrian, before you took off, and I was like, Anti Ront has been on his ass twice. Well, guess what? His team showed up and supported him and poured five goals in, and so they won against the Boston Bruins 5-1. to one. And so they, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes and the Toronto Maple Leafs both take game one on home ice. I do want to ask you, um, and you just brought his name up, Ronti, and obviously he's 22 years old. Yep. Uh, I believe before yesterday's game, only three games of NHL experience under his belt. Auntie like, Ronta? How... I don't know about that. Yeah. He's played a lot more games than that. How, how big Maybe of in the his playoffs. performance was? Yeah, true, true. How big of his performance with the 35 save effort? Like, how huge was that for him and his team? I think it's, I think it's a, a big time vote of confidence in a netminder who you wouldn't consider to be your starter. I mean, they won the the Jennings Trophy, uh, the Hurricanes for best goaltending tandem. They didn't, or they gave up the least amount of goals. But Freddie Anderson has been the guy for most of the year, and so as he's kind of working his way back into being healthy, back into game speed, because you want to get as close as possible when it comes to playoffs. I mean, when you see a good performance like Ranta and, and just a win, especially against a uh, Boston team that pours shots on the net, that absolutely has firepower, that has skill, that has grit, that has all of those things, and you're able to manage it and you're able to get the offensive production from the biggest names on your roster. I mean, Andre Svechnikov gets the empty netter, but Seth Jarvis, getting him going early, he's a young player who's going to be running on a lot of the juices on whatever his current performance is. Like, when you have more experience, you know not to get too high or too low in these. But whoever gets off to a better start, you're going to be able to ride those fumes. And so him, you know, Niederreiter, get things going in the second period. And that's where – that's exactly what you want to see. I'm going to be there for you guys. I'm here to back things up. I'm here for when you need me. And so – Boston's going to have to have to reset and might have to be looking at uh, their goalies already. I'm not going to really say for any teams if their goalies had a rough outing to look at the other option. But Boston is one of those teams that had a really solid tandem. Like Jeremy Swayman, while he's young, he's a really, really solid netminder who can play with a lot 
of, of spirit and firepower. And so if the Boston Bruins aren't able to generate that for themselves and, and show that up for Linus Allmark, who lost last night, uh, that's where you can see sometimes where coaches will pull your goalies a little bit early just to get the team going. And, and that's something I wanted to ask you is this year is kind of going to be my introduction. I'm diving in the pool with these playoffs. And that was a conversation last night after the game for the Bruins as if Bruce Cassidy mm-hmm. is going to go to the rookie and Jeremy Swim. And I just want to ask you just in general um, with the NHL and the playoffs, like obviously we've talked about how the scoring has been just so inflated this year and so many different players getting over 100 points and things of that nature. Is that – going to make a difference in terms of coaches and kind of making drastic changes in terms of their goaltenders because scoring is up. No, so some I, of these games you might have be to, like that. You have to leave everything in the regular season that's already transpired behind. Like everything is going to settle back down. Now when we talked to Joe O later on, he was saying that there's a lot of uh, a lot of outcry yesterday for just how lopsided these games are. And when you're in these opening uh, games of these series, there's a lot of feeling out processes. Like some of these teams, while they are divisional rivals, maybe they haven't seen each other for a while because they got their games out of the way uh, earlier on in their regular season schedules. But in terms of going to that that next option or, or uh, a different kind of change up, I, I think it's really the coach's uh, discretion and how their team is running and, and how – they've been able to push the buttons during the season to get what they need out of the roster. Like I said, it's not always about pulling the goaltender if they're playing bad. Sometimes it's about jump-starting the team or maybe just putting somebody in as a spot start. Like when Vile Husso was announced as the starter yesterday for the St. Louis Blues, I wasn't really shocked, but I was a little surprised because Jordan Bennington had played really well down the stretch. But clearly Husso was the right choice. The spirit of 35 was strong in this one, and he and he was the first ever uh, St. Louis Blue to make his playoff debut and pitch a shutout. And he was the X factor down the stretch for the St. Louis Blues against the Minnesota Wild because the Minnesota Wild, while they gave up a ton of power play goals, they had six chances there of their own. And they, I think, had thir- three of them in the first period. And so you just – there, there's reasons why people get boxed in or where you see blowouts, even if they're getting shots on net. But sometimes you'll start seeing guys make different decisions or they'll make one more unnecessary pass and that's what gets broken up and that would have been the grade A scoring chance. But that's what happens when you get in people's heads if you make a couple of big saves early on. And that's the juice that that goalies can provide for you or making a save when you're not supposed to in a, in a manner that's just – it's like a spiritual act. You know what you're watching when it happens in front of you. Yeah, and Huso had a 37-save shutout. Like, that's tremendous, like you said. How can you, how can you play better? You can't. Yeah, and for the Wild, now obviously they they got Mark Andre Fleury, and that comes experience and the mentality is going all in. But for them to be frazzled, and even some of their veterans, uh, the Jared Jared Spurgeon, Spurgeon that I'm, play at yeah, the end, Spurgeon. I'm shocked he's not getting a call from the player safety and or health and safety department. But maybe that's just because of his that, reputation and, of not ever doing something like that. He literally took his stick, and the guy's foot is laying on the ice, and he cross-checked down on the ankle, like on the back yeah, of his leg, where there's no up padding. Hundred percent, really right? he could have broke his leg easily. And uh, I mean that. What, towards the end of that game, it was getting really rough because when you're down by that much, you need to assert some dominance in an area of the game that you know that you can, and so you start roughing people up. And so clearly he was really frustrated with what had been going on, but you got to be able to that's, – that's one of those moments as a captain, as a guy who's been in this league for, almost, for over 10 years, that cannot happen. That, that display just shows that you're easily knocked off of your mark. That has to be alarming, though, when the veterans yes. – it's not even oh, 100%. one of the rookies – 
Go ahead. For, uh, sorry, no, I was just saying, like, it, it has to be alarming with this team and still having the veterans, and they're the ones that are kind of not taking this game and kind of, hey, one game at a time mentality, which is what you're going to have to do in a seven-game series. Because by the time, if you're still wondering about that one game, it's already game two, and now you're, you're going to dig yourself into You're lost in the sauce, a, though. You're not even, yeah. like, in the game, actually, anymore. You're lost in between the, the games and between the whistles. And, and it's going to be interesting to see how Minnesota – um, continues through this series because they are at home. They go down to nothing. I mean, if anybody goes down to nothing with home ice advantage, I think that's a pretty easy calculus to figure out that they're probably not going to win their series. And you trade for Mark Andre Fleury because you saw what he was able to do in the playoffs last year and in these last few years. He, he's the Vesna winner. But as I said yesterday, the goalie that's playing the best right now on that roster has been Cam Talbot. If you go to Cam Talbot, I don't blame you, but then once you start playing that game, like, are, are we going back and forth? Like, this is why these decisions matter, and, I, I'm, and I'm very careful to take the very limited sample size that we have and, and, and apply it to what our next moves are going to be because I, if there's anybody I trust in this playoffs and get games one under other than probably Vasilevsky, it's Mark Andre Fleury. But when he's playing a little bit outside of himself, when they're when the St. Louis Blues are easily moving the puck through the offensive zone to the point where not even the athletic freak that is Mark Andre Fleury can keep up with them, like that's where it's the problem. You got to stay out of the box and you got to play your game. He can't do all of it, and so don't be surprised if he gets a little bit discombobulated if he's dealing with just a little bit too much BS than he's used to. And the two things before we get out of here that I want to ask you is, number one, obviously night one of the NHL playoffs was last night. What is your team that, that people are overreacting to? Like, which team do you think the loss in game one was, was the most just bad which, for them? Yeah, basically, like, which team, whether it's which the Lightning or the Wild. Which one am I actually worried about? Or, or, yeah, okay. yeah, basically. I mean, Sorry, probably I can't talk the, right now. No, you're good. Well, we'll probably get that figured out because we've got two more hours of the show. But I would probably say the <laughs> Oilers because – it's just they have so much recent history with collapses that it's you're you're right there you're tied three to three and you start Mike Smith which I totally get instead of uh, Koskinen but the Kings are a much lesser talented team than you and they figured out a way to outscore it wasn't a two to one game it was four to three and as I was previewing yesterday and the reason why I'm wearing this jersey is because. Some players are able to conjure up some sort of magic, and Jonathan Quick is one of those goalies. And he can absolutely be uh, left out to dry and, and all of a sudden in the same situation that Marc-Andre Fleury is. I mean, he puts himself in some very compromising positions in the way that he um, approaches goaltending. But when the vibes are there, when your team is, is blocking shots for you, when things are just – you can tell the momentum and the hockey gods are on your side. Anybody can be beat. Anybody can be shut down. And that's where it's easy for that narrative to all of a sudden start whirring around. I mean, we all have those anxiety spirals. I'm like, well, it's just one game, but like, what if tomorrow I don't feel good? And then I start feeling the same way I did yesterday. And then I take this bad shot and then I do, you know, it's just very easy. And all of a sudden we're not in the moment that we should be. Right. And so a leadership thing, or at least an opportunity for leadership to be on the display for the Edmonton Oilers and their captain and Connor McDavid, a real test. If you really think about it, because uh, if it's not this year, when is it going to be? And so no, 100%. we will get more into that Oilers King series as it unfolds. And we are in a very, very hockey heavy playmakers edition today. We need to take a quick break. We're going to get into our matchups tonight. We're going to focus next on the Panthers and Capitals and the Flames and Stars. We'll be right back 
on the Playmakers, all on 40, the bet. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. A little bit discombobulating today with a lot of changes here to our program. Same voices, same names, same vibes, but, you know, it's a little bit different of an atmosphere here. And so we appreciate you bearing with us. Lindsey Brown, Adrian Hernandez, hanging here until 5 p.m. Sports and other things is what we do, what we do best. Specifically, we got hockey to talk about. Adrian, there's a rare moment when our expertises collide, you know, Let's it's, it's go. you and I collide. Is it Howie Day or is that a James Blunt song? You and I collide. That one? Yeah, I'm not sure either, but let's go with Howie. I love the name Howie. Well, Underrated name. Your wire sounds super, super wrangly right now, but that's all right. But we've got to talk about the Florida Panthers here. We're going to do a little bit of a switch up because I know that there's the East Coast games first. But I want to get you and your, your bread and butter to us here before we get to the rest of it because – there's a lot of expectations on these Florida Panthers, and we're not really sure what team is going to show up, but we do know that Sergei Bobrovsky is going to be the starting netminder for said squad. Your thoughts, Adrian? Uh, listen, I-, I love Spencer Knight. That is my guy. But when you have Bobrovsky, who is so phenomenally talented, he's phenomenal. So mm-hmm. I'm not too mad about that. The one thing I am kind of concerned about is, you know, for the Panthers, are they not only the highest scoring team in the league by a huge margin? Uh, they're the highest scoring NHL team of the 21st century by a quarter of a goal per game. And should I be concerned going into the playoffs? Obviously, just like basketball, NHL games in the playoffs are a little bit of a different animal and a different beast. Should I be concerned that that offense and some of that success and that high scoring that they've had throughout the entire season isn't going to translate in the playoffs? Are you? You're not? I know. I'm asking you, no, Lindsay, because like, I, I, I don't know what to think because this is new to me. Because li- Listen, the Panthers haven't won a playoff round since their third season of existence, no. and that was way in the mid-'90s, so and this playing, is all new to me. They're playing against the Washington Capitals, too, that are kind of looking uh, their former selves in the mirror in, in terms of like their legitimization process because for years we saw how good – 
the Washington Capitals were in the regular season and they'd win, you know, one playoff round, but then they would run into the Pittsburgh Penguins and then they would get sent home. Like it happened year after year after year. And sometimes they even get swept in the first round. You're like, what the hell is going on out there? Same thing happened to the Tampa Bay Lightning a few years ago. They basically set the record for points in the season and then they get swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets. You know who was the starting net miner for that game? Sergei Bobrovsky. He's now on this Florida Panthers team. And so he knows what it feels like to be on that other side. And last season, he was really choppy in, in, in his in his play. It was very inconsistent. Um, that's why Spencer Knight has been able to be brought along so smoothly and so quickly because they had him fast-tracked despite him being you know, a, a draft pick just a couple years ago. And they drafted him the same year that they signed Bobrovsky to that huge extension. But he is a, he's an athletic freak of a goaltender. He's very um, twitchy. He can get across. He can make these saves on the back door that are, that are going to give you a ton of juice. But the thing is, is that he doesn't have to be relied upon as the backbone of this team. The backbone of this team is Alexander Barkov. The backbone of this team is Jonathan Huberto. And those two guys have come up together throughout their entire careers. And Alexander Barkov, who was the Selkie winner from last year for like the best two-way forward, very much overdue award. He is top five NHL player, guys. Like I'm not talking about scoring ability. I'm talking about who I would want on my team, who I would want people to watch to learn how to play from because this guy attacks below the dots in the offensive zone down to like the goal line unlike anybody else like it's a different type of four check and this is a team that really likes to rush the puck really likes to create that offense but is willing to give up uh rushes on their own side too I mean they gave up a lot of goals since the trade deadline and their penalty goal hasn't been that great but the best news that they got and we got this came down uh the the wire earlier this afternoon that Aaron Ekblad who is one of their their top defensemen was a number one overall pick years ago he's been out since March 18th with an injury he played the gold Knights and then like the next night he got injured he is going to be in the lineup tonight let's go huge very very huge he's on that power play very much a steadying force uh they he quarterbacks a lot of that stuff but then you have to wonder well if he's been gone for for so long is there gonna be a little bit of a rust uh, a little bit of, of a trouble with re-implementation absolutely a concern but he's a guy that eats up a lot of minutes and so usually once you get the feet back on uh you remember pretty quickly on what you need to do with them and then based off of what i saw from the capitals a couple of weeks ago when they were here at t-mobile arena facing off against the golden knights like they have a, a goaltending situation unlike anybody else in the playoffs where we're not really sure who's the starter. So Vitek Vanacek is going to be making the the start for game one for the Caps. And I makes sense to me because when I saw Samsonov play here a couple weeks ago, I was like, this upper body's a mess. His hands were on the ground before his knees sometimes. And that's not any sort of technique that I want to be bringing into the playoffs right now, especially for, against an offense as prolific as the Florida Panthers. You there? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. We're, we're having some, some technical difficulties. But for me, the thing that, and I, and I asked you as we started about the offensive concerns and if, if it's going to translate, for me, I see the Panthers and I'm looking at the stat line for the season. They got six forwards that have at least 20 goals. We have four that have over 30. Mm -hmm. So for me to think that all of those offensive weapons are going to go quiet over the same time span of a seven-game series, I find that highly unlikely. Yeah, the and one even thing, best though, on best cancels off. I mean, they got names like Anthony Duclair on their third line. Like, nobody has an Anthony Duclair on their third line in these playoffs. Like, that's that's where this leverage is, and that's where playoffs are won and lost. Goaltending and on the third line. 
I am going to complain a little bit, and I'm going to look at the big picture view for the Panthers because if they end up taking care of business, which they should against the Capitals, like their second round opponent One game is at either going to be one game sure, at a okay. Time. I'm just they got a That's they got a hard road, and even though they're a one yeah, seed, so I'm kind of upset at the path. Well then, well then, just you just keep going down the path. Let's not talk about next round yet. Let's talk about the New York Rangers and the Pittsburgh Penguins instead, because their game is going to be up first on deck tonight. Uh, like I mentioned, we're just going to do a little bit of a switch around. Um, a, a kind of a lopsided matchup in terms of experience. This is a very young team in the New York Rangers, and it's really going to be coming down to Pittsburgh's ability to rattle Igor Shosturkin's cage. The net miner for the New York Rangers, very much the Vesna favorite, uh, has been amazing all year. There's been taunting at the end of con- at the mm-hmm. conclusion of regular season games between these two teams in recent weeks. Uh, it's it's very much like a best-on-best best edge where you have Crosby versus Shesterkin. Like, Crosby's one of the most natural goal scorers, like the backhand, all that stuff. He's so smart. You have Artemi Panarin versus Evgeny Malkin, and we're not even making the Russian connection, just making the scoring connection. Uh, and then you have, like, Adam Fox versus Chris Letang. You know, Chris Letang crawled for a lot of the defensemen who are young and offensive and get paid lots of money so they could run. Like, Chris Letang is the one that ha- really set this um, – everything up like he's been such a mobile defenseman and while he certainly gives up a lot of goals he's certainly not the most responsible guy he's part of that really uh integral core in Pittsburgh that has been part of all three of their Stanley Cups Jake Gensel is an absolute beast in the playoffs he always finds ways to score goals and Pittsburgh is a great team on the road block shots and knows how to manage big moments and so the New York Rangers have to uh, weather the storm and in many ways be the ones punching in the mouth. Like they got to come out with a lot of fire. They got to come out with uh, a lot of vitriol and they got to support their net miner because he's going to be the the reason why they win this series if they're able to do it. And the Rangers power play, like is it, is it, is it a good power play? Is it strong enough with the goaltending to win around here against Pittsburgh? I mean, it, it certainly is. It, they have a ton of talent. Like I said, you have, you have Fox, you have Panarin, you have, uh, you have uh, all of these young talented pieces with Lafreniere or Capo if you have too many of your top guys running a lot of minutes but it all comes down to Chris Kreider he's been tipping pucks all year he's probably the best uh, net front presence that we've seen uh, other than Joel Pavelski but ultimately like power plays don't run the same in the regular season as they do in the playoffs like we like I was just talking about a few minutes ago with Minnesota how many times do you see a team go 0 for 6 that's not related to the Golden Knights not very often and so uh, things change. Those opportunities might not be there. Shots might be blocked down more. And so those 5v5 numbers are going to matter. But the uh, New York Rangers are for sure the more bullying presence or, uh, of the two teams, if, if you ask me. Well, fantastic. I don't want Pittsburgh to win in anything. So I love hopefully it. the Rangers can pull that out. <laughs> yeah, we love <laughs> That's it. That's my take. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. But um, in, in terms of I'll, – I'll let you know go down that road now that we've gotten through our, our other side of the team here about your second-round matchup for your Panthers. What are you worried about now? Well, I'm just looking at, at the playoff picture, right? So they're either going to have to play the Lightning, who, who won yeah, a championship, Yeah, you got to play out of your division. Right? Yep. True. And, you know, honestly, hopefully that's like a – a rivalry that's coming to fruition, um, or Austin Matthews, the MVP front runner in the Maple Leafs, and then after that they got to play the Avalanche, and it's like, damn! After getting oh, yeah, the first winning the seed, Stanley Cup ain't easy. They don't just give it to you. That's what do you true, think it I is? Guess. This no, is the NBA right. playoffs where you can rest people. This, that, we don't play games like that. 
<laughs> there's no uh, there's no Chicago Bulls here in the playoffs with the Panthers in sight. Certainly they not. They can just coast. Tell you what, you can uh, get you can get swept, but you'll have bruises at least to prove it in hockey. Yeah, well, hopefully my Panthers come out strong tonight. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. I want some offense. You know, I mean, hopefully we can. You want to give them any doubt? Any any reason to doubt that you can't just pick up right where you left off? And and they no, and they're 100%. not playing the Lightning, and so even though they aren't a crash collision course, you got to take business or take care of business first and foremost. And that starts with Alexander Ovechkin, the best goal scorer of this generation. Do not give him time or space on the man advantage. He will teed up from that left side circle and make you pay. Time to switch gears a little bit because I'm sick of talking about hockey at least for 20 minutes. Let's talk a little bit more about some real things that matter, Brittany Griner's situation and what's leaking out of the Supreme Court. All that conversation more on the other side of the break here in the Playmakers, 1140 The Bet. Yeah, sports, but mostly other things. The Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Plenty of sports here on the Playmakers to keep anybody satisfied, especially if you're a hockey fan that doesn't just apply here to our great community in Vegas. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez hanging here until 5. Adrian, you're at Disneyland just soaking up all the vibes for the future that is America. Yes, the magical ones. Yeah. No, 100% poolside, uh, internet connection, it's a struggle, but we're powering through. We're connected, at least, as the kids like to say. Absolutely. We can slide into some DMs if we really wanted to, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we do want to. What have you guys been up to so yeah, far? You what know, what rides have you been going on? Uh, kids been on Gardens of the Galaxy. Um, the Cars, Speed Coaster, Roller Coaster, Vibe, Energy, just amazing ride that I'm kind of jealous that I couldn't go on the ride with them, at least for now, maybe tonight, because there's nothing like uh, Cars Town, Cars Land at night. It's very magical, very beautiful, the way they have everything set up. Um, I have not had a churro, which <gasps> is classic Disney. Um, yeah, not had I a churro that. yet. I need a glizzy at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, thank God I have some Aquafina right here because, uh, you know, there's been some screaming done. When I saw my guy Goofy, uh, Goofy, Pluto, and Minnie Mouse, I kind of, uh, like a schoolgirl, kind of got excited. And, you know, NHL playoffs as we were watching in the car driving here mm-hmm. and waking up my son. You know, I get excited when I see a power play executed perfectly or when I see a good alley-oop in the NBA playoffs too. So, you know, uh, the voice is a little bit of a struggle, but my kid's having a blast. And the fact that now things are a little bit more open and the characters and some of their parades and everything that's going on mm. is kind of more open is making like it, it a much better experience in comparison because through the pandemic we've been here we've been lucky enough um to be here three times and this is the most open that it's been and i should say uh you should listen to our sister stations outside of 5 p.m after 5 p.m i should say i believe 94.1 uh they're mixed 94.1 um in 98.5 KLUC. uh they're giving out disneyland family packs so one yeah. two-day tickets so good for them they try didn't to, uh, us save some cash so i don't care you about can do them. that yeah they gotta invite <laughs> us next time if they want to get some we're pub. gonna go to disney well, Lindsay. what Eventually, we're going to come to Disney together with Sire, and Mm. I'm looking through team shops and through all these stores. I'm going to find you something magical that I'm going to give you on the air. Oh, I need it. I need it, my friend. I need it because I was was really excited to, like, really deep dive into, like, the playoffs for the NHL. Not deep dive, like, in terms of, like, what we're breaking down for you guys on the show, but, like, just like kind of turn off and have an experience and kind of escape because 
hockey hasn't always been like a positive place, especially this season, but it's kind of nice for me to be able to experience it as a fan again. And as I'm like, you know, scrolling through Twitter, um, I see this article come out from Politico and we'll get, we'll get to Brittany Griner because this is, this is connected to this too, because ultimately what's happening here, people is, uh, it's a war in a way. I know that there's a real war uh, uh, actually overseas right now going on, but it's hard not to get a little dystopian when I'm seeing that the Supreme Court is allegedly circulating a a document where they intend to repeal Roe v. Wade, which is, you know, been in uh, our, our law has been uh, Bible basically since 1973 which guaranteed federal constitutional protections of abortion rights and uh, other things. And it was just not something that I thought we would have to have a conversation about, but this has kind of been years coming down the the pipe here because this just didn't just like happen out of nowhere. But like, it was just such a bizarre existence for me yet again to be like, all right, Lynn's got to focus up on hockey while this is going on. Like, and it's, it affects everybody. And to connect the Brittany Griner um, thing to this, we have learned that her classification has changed because we know that she's been stuck in Russia. She's been, uh, you know, an unwilling guest of the Russian government. It is now known that she will be, um, known as a wrongfully detained person by the Russian government, signaling a significant shift in how officials will try to get her home. Uh, this Department of State has determined that the Russian Federation has wrongly de- detained her. They've given her, given the Russian government 75 days to get this figured out. Like they're saying, all right, well, if there's something to really be pissed about, like we're gonna give you the time so we don't ruffle any feathers. Because as I mentioned, there's an actual war going on. Like we we get it, we understand that. But ultimately, she's been over there for 75 days. We don't know what they're doing with her. We don't know what she's what she's been fed. We don't know where they're keeping her, and we know that she's alive. Like in in many ways, that's the barest of minimums that we can hope for right now. But the thing is about Brittany Griner that is representative for so many women here in the United States is the lengths that we have to go to to get even or to even attempt to get close to even and the amount of additional risk that we have to take on. And even after all of that, we are still valued less. We are still seen as less than or at least not even worth the protections or worth like the the time of keeping this at the forefront of our minds and if the WNBA and granted it's it's only what 26 years old now if if it were further along if they were paying players properly to the point where they could survive or where it was it wasn't um income advantageous for them to go play in Europe, to go play in China, to go play in Russia. They wouldn't. And now we're stuck where she, or not we're stuck, she is stuck there for reasons that we don't know, but we all can say to ourselves because we truly know what the reasons are and how, how like, the Russian kind of political platform is set up and the stancing that's going on. What ultimately matters is that she's caught in the crosshairs, just like the rest of us in all this BS. Like, Adrian, my I my my birth was not planned. Like my parents were not married. I thank God or whoever every day that my mom made the choice that she did. But that was her choice to make. And same for me as well. Yep. And 
the ability to choose is everything. And the thing is, is I know I'm speaking to a bunch of people that are nodding their heads and being like, yes, we totally get it, Lindsay. We're with you because what is it like 75%, 65%? I don't know. Majority of this country wants this to stay because it makes sense. It is medical care. There are, there are pregnancies that need to be taken care of because they are dangerous to the mother, to the baby, or the pregnancy is not viable. And I don't want to be, go on a huge soapbox thing here because I know that this isn't exactly what everybody tuned in to hear on 1140 The Bet. But this impacts everyone. And while nothing has technically happened yet, we know where this is going. And so we have to pay attention to who this benefits the most and why we're picking on the hers and the she's and the other ones of the world that want that want to classify themselves because everybody belongs here or the kids. Why are we targeting trans kids? Like, why are we going after these issues when the majority of the country has moved on to something else, is trying to get something else or just trying to fight to survive right now because it's a really tough time to live? Like, why are we inviting more of this down? It's a control thing. We know it to be true. We know that there's gains in so many different areas of this world where women are making an impact. It is astounding to me how impossible we make it for the for women to be the own heroes of their story, Adrian. It truly is. We erase people, we silence people, we force people in very small spaces until they basically give up themselves. But yet we figure it out. We still show up. We go to work. We have our periods. We take third place at the LPGA tournament event because guess what? The sun's coming up tomorrow, and every day that the sun comes up and we get to wake up with it is a hell of a day to go capture it. And so the more I see these actions being taken, the more I realize that people don't want that level of success for a lot of people that look like me or a lot of people that don't look like the majority or at least the silent majority or whatever you want to call a pay- patriarchy, right? And yeah, how and, backwards and- that is. We have so much crap that we need to be getting done right now and actually focusing on, and we're actually moving backwards. No, and that's 100%. And it's like, well, number one, like, let people have a choice over what they want to do over their bodies. Right. But then... Also, like, why we do that for the vaccines? We, we do that for backwards? the masks. Why like, is what's, this? What's the bit? Yeah, <laughs> same bit. Why? Why are we going? Why are we going backwards with certain things that are already in place? And just this just seems like it came out of nowhere. And obviously, not. I'm not in the political world. I'm not yeah. going to pretend to be. But it's just like it, it was very, very disappointing. And just to, like you were saying, oh yeah, but we have to care about the sports and things like that when right. so much just stuff keep going on with your outside night. of that is going on. And what this means, too, if you haven't, you got to do your own research here because I'm not going to be able to explain this all in one little segment or the next three minutes because it's not like the right to choose is being taken away for everybody. It's doing that at the federal level. There's a lot of states that have already codified the right to an abortion into law. Nevada's one of them. Thank the Lord. But not everybody's like that. We know that if you have privilege, that if you have certain things, if you look a certain way, if you act a certain way, if you check a certain box, that even if something is quote unquote illegal, that things will still get done. This does not affect those people. This affects people that are already dealing with a lot of disadvantages in this society. A lot of people that are just trying to get out from under their own generational trauma, their generational uh, just weight of being held back financially, all of these things. It is so important 
for women to have the right to choose over their own bodies. And I feel like I, it's ridiculous that we're having this conversation, but this is why no, I, I studied this in college. This is why I'm like, I didn't think I was going to have to talk about this as much as I was or about race stuff or about uh, class stuff. But this is where our society is right now. And I don't know if people are feeling like apathetic. I don't really know what we can do other than vote at the local level, continue to try to get the leaders who actually you know, do things on behalf of their population. But like, it's just, it, like you said, it's just hard, like just to keep going on with um, whatever we're supposed to be doing. I'm like, I literally felt a physical shift in right. my, and in my body last night when I read what I read, what was coming down for political. I'm just like, and it's here. Like it's, it's here. No. And, and you have every right to feel like that. And, and I'm kind of glad that we are talking about this because to a certain extent, us as just citizens, like, yeah, that's that's what we have to do at bare minimum is vote. But on the same token, like, we've been provided this great platform, luckily. We haven't lived in a world where this right isn't it. isn't at our disposal. Most of our most of our mothers haven't lived. Like, this is this is a battle that has been fought by generations of women that we that are deep in the ground already. And that's the most upsetting thing is that. It's it's the sacrifice that people go through to try to make progress in whatever area or sphere of this society and how easy it is to be torn down. And it's just like like you said, it's important to talk about and important to to be informed about. And even if you're not like on my on the same like wavelength as me, I know a lot of people um, close to my life that definitely wouldn't agree with me on this. But it's not about what you think. It's not about what I believe somebody else should do in their life. It's about saying, that's your life. You figure it out. That's your decision. You figure it out. That's your bit. You live with the consequences. It's just, I... I, I Yeah, right I, or wrong. It's, it's yep. your choice. And that should be for everybody. And that should be the standard. And the fact that we have to go on and, and battle this and, and then have protests and have people, you know, give the obvious reasons on why this... this should stay where it is and yeah. not change. It's just, it's very, dis, it's a disheartening situation. Yep, very weird vibes as the Met Gala was going on and Stanley Cup playoffs and everything else is going on. But you know what? The other things don't stop and neither do the sports. And this show, another hour on the way. 11.40, the bet. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.